We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, it's Friday. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast. Now, during the season, we call our Friday edition the tailgate, and we have a ton of of information and interviews for you on the show today. Now, we had our football media day recap show that's in our archives right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. So if you missed Lincoln Riley or Mike Stoops or Caleb Kelly, Kyler Murray or Austin Kendall, we have it for you right now in the archive at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And if you need more Lincoln Riley, a recap from his podium time at Big 12 Media Day, plus in-depth conversations, interviews, I guess maybe more kind of huddle talk with Kenneth Murray and Rodney Anderson. It's all available right now in the archives. Football king for our last two episodes, Soonersports.tv slash podcast. But today, we are covering the gamut. We're going to talk some volleyball with Lindsey Gray Walton. Jordan Hobart is going to come on, and we're going to talk some women's soccer. The schedule was just released. Maggie Nichols, Brenda Dow will be in the house to preview women's gymnastics. Plus, Kenny Mossman will join us, and we'll talk about the one pass ticket plan, which is new and something you need to take advantage of. But we kick things off with one of my favorites. She's the head softball coach, NFCA Hall of Famer, and she's got a new pitching coach. We caught up with Patty Gasso in what's been a pretty crazy offseason so far for Sooner Softball. You know, I've been pretty content for a long time. Like, this program has reached its, its place where it can sit and pretty much run itself. And so um, I'm actually having to really work this summer. <laughs> it's been... Uh, it's been uh, lots of emotions, um, excitement, yet, you know, just kind of bittersweet with Coach Lombardi, but excited for her. Uh, really thrilled with the addition of Jen Rocha, which uh, I think people couldn't believe happened. Um, USA was a great experience, got to travel to Japan as well as play against some phenomenal international teams. So, um, it's been a while, but it's um, starting to settle down a little bit as we get things in order again. See, I thought you hated me. I thought you were just done with me and you were moving on to me, uh, moving on from me, coach. But then I realized I turn on ESPN and you're coaching. I uh, I log on to the intro webs and there's a big announcement by Oregon. So I I guess it's fair to say this has probably been one of the wilder off seasons you've had in the last couple of years. 
without question, without question. Um, and, and maybe it's something that I need in my life. It's a little more excitement or something. I don't know. But I've, um, like I said, I'm really excited for Coach Lombardi. I, she's been so loyal and so wonderful to work with. Since I got here, she was a player of mine and knew she was going to be a great coach and tried to keep her on staff and um, hired her when she was very, very young, kind of took a chance on her because she was a catcher who was now going to be our pitching coach. So it's almost unheard of, but she she now is one of the best in the country. Um, so replacing her, immediately my mind went, to the first place it should have, and that's Jen Rocha, formerly Jen Jaime, who played here at OU. Uh, Her husband was born here. He worked here. They have family and more. So it all, uh, I thought, this might be a long shot, but I'm going to give it a go. Uh, We stayed in, we're very close communication throughout her time, wherever it's been. So, um it's it's been I don't know that it could get any better with knowing that we were losing Coach Lombardi. I don't know that it could have gotten any better. That's insane. And you added a transfer as well too. Uh, I got I can remember whenever I, I, we would put together scores. Andy Bean and I would put together scores from around the country, and we'd consistently see some success for a Florida Atlantic. And you're like, how in the world is this happening? And lo and behold, you hear about Shannon Sale. Can you take us through the – or Florida International, excuse me. Can you take me through the addition of Shannon Sale and what she can provide for this team in 2019 in addition to having Jen Rocha and two great assistants there too now? Yeah, I, I think she's going to be special. I, I do. She was very heavily recruited once she got her release from all the SEC – plus many others. So uh, I tried to jump on that immediately. And it's no disrespect to any of the pitchers on our staff, but we've had a few on our staff who've had injuries, and that concerns me. So we had the money, had the opportunity, and she came here and she fit perfectly. Uh, She wants a chance to play for a national championship. She has the uh, ability to do that. She's really, really good. So, um, you know, the, the whole story all summer is what are you going to do without now, without Paige Parker, Paige Lowry, and Coach Lombardi? And the answer is continue to win. So, I, I, um, I hope I have time for two more quick ones with you, Coach, because I do want to go back and circle uh, about Coach Lombardi and Oregon because you and I really haven't had a chance to talk about it. But as soon as you saw Mike White take the Texas job, did your antenna suddenly go up that maybe there was a chance they could come to Norm to start looking around Coach Lombardi? Well, you know, it's interesting because um, I know they're, uh, one of their administrators who was on the search, and she called me, and they were looking for someone who is specific to pitching. So I really didn't go, oh, well, how about Coach Lombardi? I just was she was asking me about different people, and then she said, would your – coach coach Lombardi be interested and I said you can call her I don't you know why don't you call her if you'd like so I knew that she was going to end up being in the race and um, went on a visit and she loved it and they loved her and that was kind of how it happened and then, and then, real quick, I'll let you go on this. I know you're still looking for catching depth. How's that process going? Uh, is your roster close to being finalized for 2019? We are one day away from getting that last spot finalized, and it's okay. going to be kind of a cool story. But I'll tell you about it when I get it finalized. You're awesome, Coach. I miss you. Thanks to Poppy for making <laughs> this happen, and I hope you're having a great off season. Thanks for finding time for us. All right. You got it. You you're got the best. it. Thanks, Chris. Have a good night. <laughs> all right. We'll see you. That's Patty Gasso. Man, I, I know you look at the roster and you think of names like Paige Lowry and Paige Parker and then leaders like Kelsey Arnold and Nicole Penley graduating, and you just you can't help but concern yourself about the future. I mean, you're talking about arguably the greatest pitcher in Sooner softball history. I think Nicole Penley is 
drastically underappreciated, as is Kelsey Arnold and what she was able to provide and what she was able to do. And you know what? I mentioned those four players, and I left out Leah Wodak. I mean, you're talking about depth that needs to be stepped up immediately and a difference maker behind the plate. So while that senior class has moved on, Hannah Sparks and that as well, too, I'm really excited for the future, especially now that Jen Roach is on board, uh, Missy moving on, Melissa Lombardi moving on to Oregon, but you replace her with uh, arguably one of the best in not just coaching, but recruiting and just as an overall person. And now, as you heard from Coach, there's going to be some more news about the completion of the roster that we hope to have later on today. So good softball stuff. Let's segue to some soccer, shall we? Now, as I mentioned, we spent our Tuesday podcast talking a lot about football, and those episodes are available in our archives. But during Sooner Football Media Day, we actually spent most of our time at the Meet the Sooners event, which gave us an opportunity to talk to a lot of student athletes and coaches. And we had a chance to sit down with Jordan Hobart, who is entering her senior season. The union product is playing with her sister, who's battling for time at goalkeeper. We started by just asking what it's like teaming up and playing with your younger sister you know it's way different than it was when we were younger we did the whole fight thing we, we you know she was always bigger than me though so she'd win the fights even though she's younger i'd have to fight back with you know pinches or something because i wasn't stronger than she was but now we get along so much more and it's we've grown a lot together and it's been really fun to just hang out and get to know each other more as we're here and we live so close together and helping her through the journey. That was kind of something that I was really excited about when she got here. I was really excited. I got, I get a chance to call soccer games every so often and I learn something every year, something new. I'm not, mm. I'm not a smart soccer guy, but I'm very excited when you guys do well. That counts, right? Yeah, that absolutely, matters. Absolutely. For you, it really seemed as if last year was a year when you started to kind of come into your own as mm -hmm. a collegiate player. So with that said, you ended up playing in all 20 games. You started 14 of them. What clicked for you last year in becoming more of a regular part of the rotation, you think? I think it was more of just kind of letting myself be me and being okay with making mistakes when I made them or um, just maturing, I think, a little bit, learning to let go of silly things more because, you know, that That's was life, something. isn't it? Yeah, it was absolutely. I think <laughs> I, you know, matured a little bit in my time here. It took a second, but I, I feel like I got there and I got my groove going and um, my coaches and teammates have been really helpful in helping me grow into my own person and being proud of who I am. And we always say you emphasize what you're good at. Don't try and think about just avoiding what you're bad at Do right. things that you know how to do. So One of the crazy things for soccer is how much – I mean, you, you've got the boss. I mean, you got your coach. He's been the set guy for a while now. But it seems like there's been transition in other areas. You've seen a couple of different assistants roll in. I'm good friends with Christy Lee Miller and another. But her assistant was a union grad too uh -huh. as well sasha, so yeah. sasha newkirk so mm -hmm. you have all these um new faces how challenging can that turnover be for you guys when it's not with players always but sometimes behind the scenes and people you trust and you count on like your athletic trainer and your strength coach right and yeah speaking of christy she was awesome we loved her so much and so it was tough when we found out that she was leaving because for a and m of all places I know. yeah <laughs> we were a little upset but happy for at the same time right. you know um but it's just kind of an opportunity to learn another person, and um, we just talk about helping them because um, they have to learn things too. And so we just try and, you know, keep our um, values the same and do things that we know how to do and just help the new transition go smoother. Well, and I guess the good news here, and Joan Horbart's our guest, she's a defender for the OU soccer team, which actually – I think it's one of the first teams to get going in on-the-field competition here mm -hmm. in a couple of weeks. I talk about turnover and change, but for the most part, you do have the same coaching staff. Randy's back, Coach Hart's back, and, of course, as we mentioned, Matt Potter being back for, what, his sixth, seventh season. So from where there's been change, how has that consistency just with your main coaches helped? Yeah, that's definitely – I mean, everything flows through our you know main guy, Coach Matt. Um, so with him being the same, we know how to operate, and we know what he expects, and then – those coming in just kind of fall into that same line and we know how to operate um i mean freshmen and stuff coming in they're new as well so it's just about kind of raising them up and teaching them what we know what we've learned and matt will always say i mean you guys know what's best just help those that are new along and 
that's just how it goes. Is Zach doing your strength and conditioning? Yes. Uh, oh, look, your teammates know, coming by. Teammate they realize you're, you're an AM radio superstar right now. They're all jealous. Yeah. Maybe uh, I was a little nervous. What's, uh, what's it been like working with Brulette? How's, how's Zach been for you guys? Is this two, three years with him now? This is our first. We got him in spring. That's right. Spring, that's right. Actually. That's right. My yeah. Bad. We had our coach, Jamie Wynn, um, was here. And then we had Zach come in at the beginning of spring, which was, you know, another new transition. But it's right. been a really positive one. We truly enjoy him. We know he's been a part of, you know, championship softball team with amazing coaches and yep. players there. So we just kind of dove into it and trusted him and knew that he was, knew what a championship uh, team looked like and what they operated it with and so I was around him for the last three years because I did softball play-by-play yeah and what impresses me is how smart he is <laughs> when yeah. he, he's constantly always working on things to basically better understand what the body needs and the nutritional side of it as well too I guess maybe what that's leading to for me is how much support you have here if you're a potential student athlete and you're thinking about the University of Oklahoma Jordan, they cover you on every angle, don't they? Yes. I mean, it's impressive the it kind is. of support staff you I have. I know. And we just had, we finished up our um, Matt Potter Soccer Academy just last week. And um, during that, we have the elite group, which is the older girls, and we have a college talk with them. And so Matt will ask us questions, and we kind of tell them what it's like to be a student athlete at OU. And I just couldn't help but talk about the support staff, especially oh, awesome. strength trainers and the nutrition staff and everything, and leading all the way to academics, too. We just have so many people here that are ready to help you succeed and will go above and beyond to do that for you. Whole new look, it seems like, for this team as we actually get on the field. You're back. Paige is back. You know, you hope, I guess you and Kaylee were rivals then in high school. In high school, okay. we were, yeah, yes. Yeah, right. yeah, that was and a little change. Kaylee Dow getting healthy as well, too. Mm-hmm. So while you say adios to some key contributors, there's some experience coming back. Have you start, You guys haven't started practices yet, have you? Next no, week? not with the coaching staff. Next week. Next week, okay. How much changes are going to be? How confident are you in this squad and this roster heading into 2018-2019? Yeah, I mean, we have a strong senior class with a ton of leaders, a ton of experience there. You mentioned Kaylee Page. We got a, a lot of people who have quite a few seasons under their belt at this point. And then we also a great new freshman class coming in. It's a big one, strong one. Um, a lot of personalities there. It's been fun. Um, we have like pickup sessions during the week oh, where it's kind of just us. We run them. And so, yeah, it's super fun, really competitive. And it's been really cool just to see, I mean, the freshmen have only been here for a month, month and a half now because they started class in the beginning of June. But to see their growth over that such small time, it's been really exciting and promising. I mean, we're all pumped and excited. I don't ever really know if there's a good answer to this question, but, how crazy is it how quickly time flies? I mean, you oh look you look up and you're a senior. Mm-hmm. And it probably felt like just yesterday you were walking on campus. Um, it, it, is, is there a way to quantify it? Is there a way to put it into words? How can we even look back? And I know there's days, I'm sure, for you where it's like, oh, it's a grind. This day's never going to end. But then you look up and you're in your fourth year. Right. Yeah. How, how does this happen every year? I'd every year. S- yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't think I've really realized how fast it goes until the last couple of months or when spring was getting underway it's just <laughs> kind of crazy and then like you mentioned my sister coming in and all of her class um just last year and kind of talking to her about my journey and things and I keep telling them freshman year kind of you learn a lot of stuff it seems to go on for a while and you don't really know if there's a way out kind of because it's <laughs> tough you know but um, you learn a lot, and I say your freshman year kind of takes some time, but then after that, next three, you just blink and it's over. I, I can't believe I'm going into my senior season. <laughs> it truly is unbelievable. There's no really word to describe other than that. Paige is in a good little uh, goalkeeper battle mm-hmm. right now, too, between her and McKinley. How are you kind of feeling about the way that's shaping out? So not I, It's got to be hard not to play favorites because I know you would want right. to see your sister there, but McKinley did well when she was called upon. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, they have a great competition going. I think that's something we always talk about. And I mentioned those pickup games like we do um, in the summer, and we always have them in goal, and 
I, every single time I just say, you two amaze me every time. <laughs> Neither one of you is better than the other. It's just crazy. And, yeah, of course it's hard not to play favorites, but ultimately you want the best goalie on the field. So it's awesome that they're both there to push each other and not one of them has the leg up or they're like, oh, it's easier for me or something. One more. A couple more. You, you good on time? She good on time? Two, okay, two more quick ones. Joan Hobart's our guest. Union product, Broken Arrow, here at the University of Oklahoma heading into her senior season. Your sophomore year, win a tournament game, push BYU, great season. Last year, obviously, a bit of a disappointment. Right. Is it about trying to recapture the magic from two years ago or set a new tone? Where do you guys see where things went wrong last year, Jordan? I think it's more about a new new tone. Like you mentioned, we've had a lot of talk about it's a new chapter, a new page. Um, forget last, Not forget last year, but learn from last year. Um, and, yeah, obviously we know where we could be, like you mentioned, two years ago with the – um, NCAA fight and everything. Um, that was a great run, great season to be a part of. Um, yeah, it's just a kind of about learning the lessons, knowing what it was like to win, knowing what it was like to lose, and then coming in with the brush, breath of fresh air, ready to go again with a great new freshman class, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah, I was going to say, you guys got a ton of newcomers. Uh, yeah, Anyone really time. caught your eye? Any names? Okay, so when I'm calling, anything I really need to be keeping an eye out for? Who's going who's gonna to wow me out there in this freshman class? Let's see. We do have a new goalkeeper coming in as uh, well to oh, add wow. to the goalkeeper competition. Um, let's see. We have a new defender, Cameron Tharp. She'll be out there in the mix. And then Meg Riley is going to be a great midfielder for us. Let's get to what's important. Any Tulsa products, any 918s out there this year? Or no, they're all Kaylee from. holding it down. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> they're all from, like, Dallas, Houston area. Um who else is we have Haley Davidson she's actually she came a year early so so she's 17 um but she is feisty she's holding her own she's speedy great girl coming in there but yeah there's I mean that's only a few there's so many more well I think more than anything as, as we wrap up is you guys love having that home pitch environment that home field environment because mm -hmm. that's a that's an awesome facility for soccer and yeah. it's right around the corner so more than anything we we want to see fans get out and support don't we absolutely yeah we totally encourage that and we just found out today that the sooner junior kids club they get in for free so as well as students you know with their id everyone gets in for free there so we would really love to pack those stands, everything, especially, you know, rival games like Bedlam or mm -hmm. Texas or just, you know, your average game because they're all important. For you, uh, how fun was the World Cup? Did you find yourself watching a lot or Yeah, nah? totally. Surprised? We'd come home after workouts and put it on TV and then again right after class, put it on again and... We were, yeah, it's, it was sad when it ended. We said, there's really nothing to do anymore. No <laughs> soccer is on TV. I found a lot of fun in the timing of it to be here. It's like 9 o'clock in the morning, and mm -hmm. boom, you got soccer. You were surprised by France. A little bit. I was too. A little bit by Croatia as well. You know, I, I, I guess whenever you see teams that I'm not a smart soccer fan, but teams that you're told are going to be great, that yeah. are gone before they even get to the knockout mm -hmm. round, like Germany, your mind is blown by it. But what a fascinating sport. Maybe the other charges get out. If you watched any of the World Cup, I mean, it's a different level, but it's still, we're watching fun soccer mm -hmm. yeah, all the time. Just as fun to watch anywhere. And it's even better in person. The soccer schedule is out. It's the first sport that gets going at home. Check it out at Soonersports.com. From soccer to volleyball, getting underway here in a couple of weeks for the new volleyball coach, Lindsey Gray Walton. When we sat down last week, asked where we are. Are we practicing? Are we getting ready to practice as volleyball gets set for the first year under its new coach? No, we're about two weeks out. So I guess you know where we're at in the stages of everything is the floor is getting refinished, the boxes of Nike gear are coming in and getting divvied up, the lockers are being assessed. Um, the girls are in their last two weeks of voluntary stuff with their with Kate and uh, finals for that July session, and we get going August seventh. Um, so that's exciting. And so for us as a staff, it's the prep of how we want to train, what we want to cover. You know, we have what feels like a lot of time, but really is not. So it, and it flies. It, it does. absolutely flies. It was, I was telling you. Meet the Sooners days usually a little bit later. Right. So you feel like everything has been pushed up and moved up a bit. But for you, everything has to feel like it's been pushed up and moved up because it's a whole new situation, right? Right, 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 right. No, there's a lot of, like, intake of, okay, gather some opinions of 
how would people handle this? But I got to make a decision because we got to go, you know? <laughs> so, um, the cool part has been though, we've been here since January. We've gotten that full length of time. And, um, I think, you know, our kids have really bought in and they see each other working really hard. And so they want to match it and exceed it. And so I'm really excited because I think everyone around that time of August, if you've been off, um, you miss your sport a lot and you just want to get back in and get grinding. For you, what was the moment that sold you that this job was the job you wanted? When when was that moment where you said, okay, it's this is the job for me? Oh, man. Because you've had other opportunities. Right. No, I, I think when you hear the belief and the vision of um, for your sport specifically from the man himself. And, you know, I think it speaks volumes when you have an AD that's been in place for 20 years and as successful as Joe is and... Um, our core philosophies, all things, you just feel like everything aligns and you can do a lot of great things because you can always go back to that first conversation of, hey, we talked about this. We talked about where we wanted to take this, what the opportunities were for this sport, this program, this place. Um, and so those things, knowing that you never have to convince them of why, it just is... We've worked for it. We, we need to do it. Um, it's in the best interest of the sport, the student-athlete, which is so important to him. Um, so, yeah, and I think on the outside looking in, it better be exactly where somewhere like where you're at or better if you're if you're ready to go and somewhere that you feel like you can do what you've done where you've been and um all boxes were checked awesome. <laughs> and it was so, announced on christmas eve too yeah what a christmas <laughs> present right i know i know i know santa came early that is for sure um and you know that's a big decision big moment for your family all things so it was really neat the way it was able to happen and um my husband is a part of the program my daughter is active on the sidelines after practice after school and stuff so um it's a family affair here but that also we felt that from the beginning from that courting process that they wanted all of us and that's important i i can tell you firsthand it's yeah the best feeling in the world right because yeah we want you to win but we embrace your whole family right. being here and i think that's awesome a couple more quick ones and i know you're busy today because oh, yeah, you're getting no, ready good. so we appreciate it you mentioned that mccaslin will look a little bit different yeah. this year what's going to be the big change for us so we've got some things going on for the team specifically new team room video room space um some office suite updates but specifically to the floor it's going to have a little bit of a new look where it's just volleyball only now that's um, awesome so that was a big commitment and and um, fun to see kind of the workings of Scott Matthews put together all the court designs. And they started yesterday morning sanding it all down and putting, you know, laying it all out. So uh, we're excited. <laughs> A lot of dust, but we're excited. <laughs> when you're implementing your plan yeah. uh, and knowing you come in and then there's limited time that you get with the girls, unfortunately. But how much of a challenge can that be? Whenever you're new, right. you have a different idea of doing things than uh, maybe even some of your assistants do, but you're all right. in line with each right. other. But it's definitely different than what any of these student athletes have experienced. How challenging is that to implement that right away from day one when you get on campus, knowing the limited time you get? Yeah, yeah. I think it's, you know, how intentional you are about the time you get with them or about the time you make for them. So catching them outside of the volleyball court is probably the best time That's that awesome. you can. Um, and you got to make that effort. You got to, like I said, the intentionality of going to find them to get coffee and, and see how their day's going and have it be a two way street. Um, I, I'm new at this too, but also I ha we have a vision. Um, we have a, a belief that we have a system that works if people buy into it. But I also, I need to know where we've been before we know where we can go. And so that insight's been great. And um, again, their buy-in has been uh, just, I, I applaud them. I can't thank them enough for it. Lindsey Gray Walton's the uh, women's uh, volleyball coach here. Two more quick ones and I'll let yeah. you go. With that said, I know that we're still a couple weeks away from, well, a week away from practices getting going, eh, a little bit less than a month away from games getting going. Right. But maybe one of the advantages is that you've been on campus for almost seven months now. Mm -hmm. So with that said, has there been anything that's kind of caught you by surprise in your first head coaching gig? Is there anything that's kind of 
maybe shocked you a bit? No, you know, I'm just kind of bracing for the fall because I got <laughs> gotcha. a taste for the fan base this spring. And with the success, when it, it starts rolling, I mean, it people just grow and they want to be a part of it. So we saw that with men's and women's gym. We saw that with softball, baseball, everybody. And um, so I'm bracing for the fall that I can only imagine what football brings. And I hope that we can, you know, definitely either ride the coattails or get some interest brewing from some success that we're having and uh have that filter into mccaslin's and so. I'll, I'll wrap it up with you with this yeah how cool is it to be at a place with so many great coaches oh man um and and i i would just say female coaches but we go beyond that but if we just focus on female coaches patty gasso hall of famer sherry cole who's been to final fours you look across the pantheon i mean audra cohen's an incredible young right. coach right it's 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 got to be incredibly fulfilling to see the amount of focus and attention and deservedly so to just not just women's sports but these great coaches i know i i unfortunately i'm not in that hallway and so i would pick up my i check my mail like four times a day just to kind of get some knowledge or something whatever but um no they've been awesome and the onboarding that they have done for me as a female as a head coach is just how to be successful here and you know keep staying after your vision has been um i can't thank them enough for it you know i mean i saw that gosh that graphic that they put out for audra yesterday she's the goat and i'm like, just crushing i'm like i want to play for her yeah. so she um but no and and that too that like hey we're all relatable at the end of the day we coach but we're we're humans mm-hmm. and we're people and so um getting to know each other that way has been really nice as well too it's nice to finally meet you in person thanks chris good luck yeah, man thank have fun you. getting practices started coach. oh definitely thank we'll you so much all right I'm excited for Lindsey Gray Walton. I think she's got great energy, as you can tell, and incredible, an incredible presence about her. Volleyball is going to be fun. Get your ticket and schedule information at Soonersports.com. Well, it was an amazing run for the OU women's gymnastics team last season. Coming up just short, we sat down with Brenna Dow and Maggie Nichols, who was coming off an emotional and amazing appearance at the ESPYs. But we started talking about the lack of an offseason. Not really in gymnastics. <laughs> yeah, we train year-round pretty much. Um, Maggie, I'll start with you. Uh, an incredible experience I could imagine on Wednesday night. What was that yes. like for you out in Hollywood? Oh, it was incredible. It was so cool to like see all the you know, famous athletes and famous people that were there. And then also, you know, going on stage with all the other girls, it was, it was a crazy experience and it was so, so amazing. I'm usually not a big ESPYs guy, but I was watching for you and Baker. And then I thought that was an incredibly powerful moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was it like for you just on the stage in that moment? I mean, I think it really opened a lot of people's eyes. I think it really showed how extreme the whole situation was. And um, it was so powerful for me. I mean, it was so incredible to stand up there with, um, all those girls, and um, it was it was crazy. It was great to see. Congratulations! Thank too. That you. was really neat. Speaking of congratulations, uh, congratulations on a runner-up. But yet, you guys don't really celebrate runner-up championships, do you, Brandon? What's that frustration been like since falling just short of the national championship? It's definitely a little disappointing to come up second because we were working so hard through the season and. We really had a great season up until then, and ending up second wasn't too bad, but it wasn't exactly what we wanted. But we got back in the gym pretty quick. We've been working really hard this summer. We've been trying to acclimate our newcomers. They got here about a month ago, so we're just trying to get back in the swing of things and really working hard to try to get that title here next year. You know, I, I get a chance to talk to KJ every week during the season, and one of my constant questions had been about you and developing more so in the all-around. How mm-hmm. has that process been for you this off season? I'm really excited to, you know, try to pursue doing beam next year. Beam's been like one of my weakest events, but I've been working really hard in the gym to try to get some new combinations and get more consistent, and that'd be the really ultimate goal for me next year. So then, Maggie, from your perspective, when you're coming off a national championship, um, where do you want to fine-tune things? Oh, and for Brenda, adding the beam in there, but you, you've been rolling, so where do you want to continue to improve? What, what, what's kind of been your focus? Yeah, I mean, I've, in the gym, I've just really been working on, you know, cleaning everything up, making everything a little bit, you know, higher and everything like that and you know next year I just want to go out there and be as consistent as I was last year or even more and you know you know get higher scores and everything like that so just trying to improve even more from last year what really has helped you excel Brenda on the vault I'm going to co-national championship <laughs> there it's been an area that you've been just spot on since day one what's helped you find that next level um it's one of those things where it's just going into the gym and working on it consistently it's 
we vault every other day and we do about eight to ten vaults and it's just kind of dialing in on every one and making sure you make every turn count and looking for that landing and just trusting yourself when you get out there on the floor and teammates i mean i so i don't I don't get to go to a lot of gymnastics meets because I call softball, so kind of your season's <laughs> intertwined. I got to go to two of them this last year. I don't know how you guys can focus because the place is going crazy. Teammates are screaming for you. Maggie, what's that energy like for you whenever there's so much focus, there's so much, I mean, just mental games that go on with them. Yeah. But, yeah, you got the fans going crazy. Mm-hmm. you got the teammates going crazy. Well, I think competitions are so fun, especially when the fans are really engaged and um, when we're competing. But I think that – we're trained so well that when we salute that we're just so dialed in to do what we practice every single day for and we're very focused and just try to hit our best routine like we do in the gym every single day so from that perspective uh the oh gosh the beauty and the beast mm-hmm. that's like a different different level of insanity <laughs> how, how do you guys stay focused during that brenna uh, yeah that was definitely a tough one but we just kind of try to stay in our own little zone like we <laughs> use the energy from the crowd and we really feed off that when we're working and just kind of you know focusing on what we're doing and just you know staying in with the team and then it's pretty easy after that (laughs) so i i know that there is there's a lot of strict things when it comes to being a gymnast from training to diet to everything when do you guys allow yourself to have some fun maggie i'll start with you when do you kind of say i'm going to take a break i'm going (laughs) to take some time or do you not allow yourself that I mean, you kind of have to. I mean, it's, you know, you have to. But, I mean, definitely not during season. I think all of us are very strict. And Yeah, if KJ um, caught you guys in line at McDonald's, it might yeah, not be a good day, good. right? Um, no, definitely during season we always try to feel our best because um, we're trying to hit our best routines at, you know, the highest level. But um, I think, you know, right after season ends we get like two weeks off. So I think that's a little bit of time to, you know, rest our bodies you know we maybe have a little little treat here and there so i think that's definitely the place to go what have been uh, what did brenda dow do for rest this summer what was your time off um i went home spent some time with the family read a lot of books and really just like chilled and kind of gave my mind a break from gymnastics a little bit and then came back here and got back into class and gym odessa missouri from norman what what kind of drive are we talking about about six hours that's a little bit of a jaunt how about you what was the summer um, I went to California for a few days with my mom and dad nice. and then went home for a few days with family and saw a lot of friends from like high school and gym, um, you know, relaxed, you know, went to the beach a few days and um, just rested the body, rested the mind and then came back here and started school and gym. Can you ever just, do you guys try to get in the gym every day or do you have to take some days where you just get out? You got to take a couple of days off. <laughs> oh yeah. But sometimes after, you know, like the right balance, you find your here you train during like preseason and season we train two or three days on and have a day off but during the summer we go five days on and get the weekends off but it's kind of just finding the balance of like resting and giving your body a break and then sometimes when you come in after an off day you feel a lot better so brenda we've had you on and talked about this before so i apologize and i'm sure a lot of people ask you about it but how much did the deferred season help you in in making that run towards the uh women's olympic team but how did it help you not just in skills but as a person because you got to grow a year too yeah I definitely think that helped me a lot I was really shy my freshman year and after I took that year off I came back a lot more comfortable with myself a lot more mature and I was able to come back and just kind of find my role in the team and just as I had that more experience competing internationally and going through all those different like obstacles and experiences it definitely helped me a lot coming into my sophomore junior and now senior season And, and Maggie similar question but worded different you didn't have a choice but to have to – I mean, you came in with expectations that you're winning national championships, Maggie Nichols. So from that perspective, how have you handled those heightened expectations that continue to grow every year for yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, I just set a lot of goal f- goals for myself. I really try not to, you know, look at the expectations people have for myself. I just really try to do the best that I can do personally. And so at every single meet, I just go out and do what I've been doing in training because I put in the numbers and put in the work in the gym. So I just – Try to have fun with everything that I'm doing. Just try to perform my best. From uh, from one perspective, I, I want to go back to the national championship. Just one fun. I'll never <laughs> ask you. Did, did you guys have any idea how close that UCLA actually was on that final performance or no? Did you think you, ha- you had it wrapped up, Brenna? Well, that one was a hard one because before Peng Peng went, the scores were super lopsided because UCLA was counting a fall. That's right. So it was kind of like we thought that we had it because ba- – but the math was like so close and so we were hoping but we knew that there was one more girl to go but it, we didn't exactly know what she needed and then she ended up with that perfect 10 and it was just 
exactly what she needed to win. So I never knew how much of a math major you had to be to <laughs> gymnastics. I think we're all trying to calculate it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and then people are sticking a microphone yeah. in front of your face to talk to you about it. All right, I'll let you guys go on this. The excitement of the schedule. You're not messing around. You never do in the non-conference. So, Maggie, I'm part of the reason why we're here today is to sell tickets and sell the yeah. excitement that's coming up for not just uh, football but for women's gymnastics too. So how jacked are you guys? we got a little time here, <laughs> but time flies as yes. we've learned. How excited are you for this home schedule and this season coming back? Oh, I'm so excited. We have a jam-packed schedule with, like, the top top teams coming in, like UCLA is coming, I think Alabama, um, you know, a lot of other great teams that are coming. So I think definitely people should buy their tickets now so they get some good seats because it's going to be – going to be a great season very exciting and your senior season yeah senior season it's your junior season which <laughs> blows me away but your senior season coming up i mean you, you want to see those crowds be crazy don't you yeah for sure we went to florida ucla alabama last year and their crowds were electric and it was so incredible to compete in front of like all those people so that would be so awesome to get a lot of people here in norman and really be able to feed off that energy and they're cheering for us instead of for the other team and you know <laughs> just having all those people in the crowd really helps it helps us bring out our best gymnastics and really makes it a good time well and, and, and i'll post this because we haven't mentioned kj yet today mm-hmm. but with that how, how cool is it to have a coach where that matters to her i mean obviously she wants everyone at their best but maggie she wants the crowd she they're out working on marketing things if necessary yeah. i mean kj works so hard to get so many people to come to our competitions i mean she knows how amazing the sport of gymnastics is and um, how much great competition there is, and she just wants people to come see how amazing the OU women's gymnastics team is. So It's amazing what K.J. Kindler has done, and there's two of the brightest stars in the game in Maggie Nichols and Brenda Dow. And I got a little time before their season starts in January, but you can get ticket information right now at Soonersports.com. And wrapping things up on this very busy edition, got real lucky on Sunday during Meet the Sooners Day to sit and chat with one of my favorite dudes on the planet, Kenny Mossman. And we started by basically giving you the 411 and all the details you need on the new One Pass. One Pass is, uh, is our strategy to try to get more people to attend more games across the board in all of our sports. And we really just trying to capitalize, and, and you know this, Chris, from covering us, how good we are in so many different sports, whether it's you know, you look back at last year's postseason, softball, baseball, the gymnastics programs, and I can go on and on. And so what it does is it, it allows you for a very economical rate to uh, buy a ticket that gets you into more than 80 events over the wow. course of the year. I think we figured out that if you actually used it for all the events, you'd wind up paying about a buck fifty to get into all the events. Wow. So it's really affordable, and it, we, we trust me, it was not a deal that we put together trying to figure out how much money we could make on it. Literally did it so that we can get more people to experience more of our sports and and see how good we are at so many different things. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's been fun today because we had I hadn't had a chance to talk in person with Lindsey Gray Walton yet. She came and sat down and chatted with us for a while. We talked to, I mean, obviously, Maggie Nichols is one of the most known, well-known names in maybe college sports right now, and Brenda Dowell sat down with us. And, you know, we had uh, Jordan Hobart with the soccer team that sat down, Kenny, it's, Student athletes like that that are out there grinding away, yeah. and they put a great product out there. What an incredibly affordable way to enjoy a little bit of all of it. Well, you know, I've worked at two other schools, and the one thing that I tell people is at Oklahoma, probably the worst you're going to see is an average to <laughs> above average team. Right. Uh, I've worked at places where, hey, we had some programs that just weren't very strong, and right. you just don't encounter that here. So in most cases, when you go out and watch an Oklahoma team compete, you're going to see a team that's pretty good. And uh, has a very good chance to win on the day that you're there. So I, I just look. We've got great football fans, and we always have had great football fans. I just I think people are missing out a little bit on some of these other sports. And I I would always point back to you as maybe a classic example. I don't think. How long have you done softball now? How many seasons have you done? This is uh, we're going to be going on my fourth year. Three oh. three in the books. Okay, so five years ago, would you have walked across the street to watch a softball game? Probably not. Not unless you got. Not unless you had me working it. And, and, yeah. <laughs> And, and now what do you think? Oh, I'm, I'm not going to miss a game. Yeah, so and that would be true whether we had just signed there or not. It just right. when you get in there and experience the the real thing, it's it's a really a lot of fun. You know, and that's a great point. I I fell in love with softball uh, technically the first time I did it, and you and I did it together. And Lauren Chamberlain beat Tulsa on a home run in the tenth inning of a scoreless game. And I know you knew I had never done softball before because you would laugh when I would get mad about the umpire waiting to make the call. <laughs> the slow call, yeah. yeah. But it's it's crazy then how it doesn't 
it, you you don't have to be this lifelong connoisseur of a sport to become Did you passionate know that, oh. about it. I see it all the time whenever we're talking uh, volleyball or when we're talking soccer. I see people going crazy about the World Cup. Maybe that'll have a carryover yeah. to soccer. But it's amazing how just the slightest bit of an experience with the sport can change your whole well, and we, perspective. Absolutely. we got great venues to go watch uh, teams play. And, and I think what we're just trying to do with the One Pass is encourage you to go stick your toe in the water somewhere else yep. and see what else that you like. And, and uh, you know what? Our family's guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. We sit around our houses too much these days. The creature comforts are just too good. Absolutely. It's fun to take your family and go out and do stuff together. And, and uh, sporting events are a great way to do that. That's one of my favorite things in just being able to sit around and chop it up with you because – you go back five or six years ago, that's when conversations really started about, all right, we got to get people off the couch. You know, mm-hmm. with HD and with uh, concession prices, we got to find a way to make sure that the experience at the stadium and at the field is better than, one, than the one they have at home. And, Kenny, I would contend that that's a consistent daily, yeah. I don't want to say battle, but at least thought-provoking conversation that you have as a department and with everyone involved. It is, and, and the, the greatest challenge we face is taking all those great football fans and making them fans across the board. And some are. I mean, a lot of them are. Mm-hmm. But but um, if, if all you follow is Oklahoma football, then you're missing out on 20 other sports that are really good. And uh, so um, hopefully this will help us do that, and, and uh, I don't think people will be disappointed. And, you know, one of the things that those creature comforts have done is they forced us to drive down the prices on some things, and that's why this one pass is so affordable. It's we Again, it wasn't, it wasn't developed as a means to – uh, stuff our bank it was uh is developed to try to get fans to attend more events it's a great time to be a fan from that perspective it, you know i can't we were talking about this the other day I, I don't know if there's ever been a better time to be an oklahoma fan uh, and, and we're in a little stretch here that's just remarkable and i don't see any end in sight you know we you and i were talking a little bit ago about you lose a softball coach like melissa lombardi and you kind of like well now what do you do well a place like oklahoma turns around and hires jen rocha yeah and uh so you may have replaced if there's if there were two pitching coaches in the country considered the best, we may have just had both of them in that conversation. It's awesome. Yeah. I, and in fact, I was. Uh, I know they've they've got camps wrapping up and everything with, with softball. But you know, you you and I could get caught up talking softball all day long, Kenny. But what a jaw dropping across the board moment for college softball. The guys that run FastPitchNews.com called me like this is really happening i'm like yeah and i can't ever put anything past patty gasso but it it just it it shows you how important those relationships are and how highly thought of this sooner softball team well it does and i'll tell you the other thing i think you have to tip your cat to cap to joe castiglione for investing in a softball program and creating a position that that is attractive to move somebody from a great program uh to another great program so now it's a great time to be here I, i just I tell our staff all the time, soak it in, drink it in, because it's not like this everywhere. It's not even going to be like this all the time here. Just enjoy what we've got going right now. It's terrific. There'll be people that uh, will find uh, for the younger, got a lot of young people that go from being students and they start here and maybe there's somewhere across the country that they go. It's uh, it's just it's a different feel. You know, it's it's not the same. you got to embrace these moments. And as fans, I know we always want bigger and better because that's the nature of the beast. But I think I think a lot of the faction of our fan base gets that that this is, so. this is this is a good time to be a Sooner fan, and they're embracing it right. You know, now. and we hear that from outsiders too. I was uh, earlier today we we had the uh, the representatives here from the Jordan brand have come in from Portland from uh, Beaverton to to um, uh, see our our Jordan launch today, and and they just looked at me and they said, "Your place is different. <laughs> it it's is just different here." and Things are on a class level that just kind of supersedes what we see in a lot of other places. And it's a good reminder. for We're here every day, so we don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a nice reminder for us that we do have something special here. And I think you're right. I think our fans are have their head wrapped around that, too. Yeah, they get it. They get it. And then there's always just little things that sometimes will uh, slide by you. But yet you go to Lindsey Gray Walton is a great example. You know, a volleyball coach comes in, you read a couple of things, but then you talk to her and your jaws drop. Yeah. Wow. And you're like, okay, I want to go support her. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Well, let me real quick throw two football questions at you, and then I'll get you out of here, even though we are starting to move out of the – well, I guess the shade's helping us out here a little bit more than I thought. We're in good shape here. Um, How impressed have you been? with Lincoln Riley's continued grasp and embracing of being the man, being the head coach here? Um, I took for granted that he would be that way, and occasionally I have to kind of take a step back and remind myself how young he is. 
and how well he's doing this. But the, there's one thing that I've noticed about really, really smart people. Um, whatever age deficiency they have, they, they wipe out with intelligence and maturity. And that's what Lincoln is. I, he's, he is an amazing guy. And uh, for most of us to think back when we were in our mid-30s, were we ready to take on something of this magnitude? I, a good many of us would have to say no. And, right. and uh, he's done it uh, and made it look real easy. So um, super impressed with him. Super, just glad we've got him as our coach. I, I just, um, I've always told people that when your main concern is how do you keep your coach, you're in a good spot. And then I'll add the second part of it. Boy, Switcher Center is awesome. I mean, yeah. you talk about an incredible upgrade. How happy are you with the way things turned out? We're happy with it. I, we find things every day that, okay, well, maybe we ought to tweak on that. But by and large, um, I, you know, look, I'm, I, the, the key to good recruiting is relationships. Yeah. And that's why Lincoln's so good at it. But we cannot underestimate what we built in the South End Zone and the role that it's playing in these great recruiting classes. Um, prospects are walking in here seeing that and going oh my goodness these people are are really serious about this and uh and it's making a difference in how we prepare them you know the, the training program so it's a home run it's everything we wanted it to be it, you know it's it's great i say two more things i got one more uh with every student athlete that has come by today it's been really cool and jordan, jordan hobart the soccer senior probably brought it up best when laying out we talk broad vision, but that broad vision beyond just, hey, go out and have a great career on the field. Mm-hmm. It's grow as a person, mm-hmm. grow in, in your academic, but also grow in understanding why we do certain things nutritionally or why we do certain things strength-wise. And the leadership classes, I, I don't even know if classes is a good way to put it, but that uh, Josie's been behind. I mean, these yeah. are these are ways that help get you ahead in life beyond just Hey, I play a sport. Well, we, t- we tell them when we recruit them, we're investing in them from A to Z. And you know what's the nice thing about it, Chris, is, and I've worked at places where it wasn't like this. I know you've been around places, too. Mm-hmm. Some places don't have the resources to do all of that. They would love to do it, but they don't have the resources to do it. And at Oklahoma, we do. And instead of just sitting on them, Joe puts them right back into the program again. And so that's why you see this kind of total person development that we have here. And uh, and you do see kids transform from their freshman year through their senior year, and it's it's fun for us to sit back and watch it. Right now, if you go to Soonersports.com, you can learn about the One Pass. Uh, I thought Drew put it well. It's like the Sooner Junior Kids Club for adults. Nine sports and more than 80 events, all home baseball, women's basketball, men's and women's gym, soccer, volleyball, and wrestling events, all non-conference men basketball home games, plus select softball games. Go now at Soonersports.com. Busy episode. Lots of information. Thanks to Patty Gasso. Thanks to Jordan Hobart. Thanks to Lindsey Gray Walton, Maggie Nichols, Brenda Dow, and Kenny Mossman. Hey, only one episode next week, so we'll be back next Friday, and then it's all in towards football and, of course, the start of volleyball and soccer. And check out, if you haven't yet, the new look of Soonersports.com. Tori Kukowski did an incredible job. Uh, Erica Slythe, Arch, Matt Archibald. You're going to love the new look of it, Soonersports.com. And, of course, while you're there, go to Soonersports.tv slash podcast and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing. We'll see you guys next Friday with another edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. Until then, this is Chris Plank signing off saying, Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.